Hey guys, welcome to episode 33 of the Personal Project Podcast. I am a life coach and an artist, and I struggled a lot with anxiety, depression, self-loathing, and the works for quite some time. And then I've been on this super committed, insane personal development journey. And so this is my weekly update on what I'm doing to make my life better and my mindset better and my mental health better. Okay, so um, from the title, this is obviously going to be another really personal one. I hated my dad in my preteen years to like my mid-20s. I hated him and I was terrified of him and wanted his approval like all at the same time. And yeah, it kind of really sucked to hate him. Like I didn't look forward to seeing him. Like my parents are divorced and I didn't look forward to seeing him at all on the weekends. I saw it as like um, a, like a, it was something to dread and I didn't want to. I'd rather hang out with friends. And I mean, I, that's normal for most teenagers, but I was particularly hateful and angry. And there are definitely worse fathers out there, but you know, I hated him anyway. Um, I only saw the bad and I blamed my mom and my dad for so much of my weaknesses growing up. I was so angry at them for so long and completely believed that my lack of confidence was because of them. Like pretty much all of my personal problems was because of them. And it could be right. It's possible, right? And I and I do think that's true. It's true that perhaps your parents or, or your upbringing or your childhood fucked you up, but it's your fault if you stay fucked up. So that's kind of the journey that I had to get on, right? Was like to stop blaming them. And I did so much work on myself last year around my dad. I lived with him for about six months before I moved to Bali. He lives in Jakarta. It's really close. It's only an hour, two hour flight away. And I am really, really grateful that I had to move back in with him for a time because it gave me the opportunity to work on my thoughts about him, um, all the negative, terrible feelings that I had about him and around him. One of the things I really blamed him for my lack of confidence is his temper. It would seriously drive me nuts when he was easily angered. It would just ruin, I would let it ruin my entire day. My blood would boil and I wouldn't want to be anywhere near him. You know, like I, I was so angry when he was angry. And that's what I did for a lot of my life was essentially get the fuck away from him. I was so excited for college because I finally didn't have the obligation or I didn't I had an, a pretty good excuse as to why I couldn't see him, right? Couldn't visit him because I was in a completely other country and but you know, I still had to keep in contact. Like I was just seeing it as such a dread. And not just my dad, my mom is definitely included too. Like it was interesting. Like I really was angry at both of my parents. My dad got like the intense silent treatment from me and then my mom got the brunt of my anger. You know, like she got the verbal stuff from me. And so I've done so much work last week, last week. I've done so much work last year 
ever since I discovered coaching, right, and and self-coaching and self-care and taking care of my mental health and all that kind of stuff. And I really worked and grew to like my dad. So let's talk about relationships really quickly. Your relationship with someone is just your thoughts about them. That's that's really it. A relationship truly is not actually a two-way street. Two people can be in a relationship together and have a completely different experience of the relationship. Let's say I'm in a relationship with a guy and he and I could have an amazing relationship with him because I'm totally in love with him and I'm thinking he's amazing and he's great. And then he could have a completely terrible relationship with me because his thoughts about me aren't great, right? And he doesn't think I'm awesome or whatever. And he's cheating on me or lying or whatever behind my back or something like that, right? Um, this, this is so true all the time that like people have completely different relationships because it's based on our thoughts about the other person. So my relationship with my dad is not defined by the past or who he is or anything external. My relationship with my dad is completely defined by my thoughts about him. And I've had very, very shitty thoughts about him for most of my life. So I didn't really have a very good relationship with him. And I am completely compassionate and understanding of myself for for that because that I understand why I had those thoughts. I completely understand why I felt that way towards my dad. But I completely recognize now that it wasn't serving me to feel that way. When I really understood and realized that like, our thoughts create our own feelings, it really wasn't serving me to hate my dad. Now, not everyone should have a good relationship, quote unquote, with anyone. Like, you shouldn't, like, you're not supposed to love your parents, right? If, if you don't want to. It's all up to each person what kind of relationship you want with people. If you hate somebody, and you're okay with it, and you're fine with it, and you're you're like, yeah, I, that's okay. I know this is not someone I have to see often, so I don't feel hate all that much, or I don't mind feeling hate. Like, cool, good for you. But for there is no right or wrong. But for me, I wanted a good relationship with my dad. I didn't want to feel hateful towards my dad. I didn't want to feel this way. I don't want to dread keeping in touch with him. And it didn't do me any service like I it it was really not serving me to hate him if I was living with him right so that work was important to me but even if I wasn't living with him no I didn't really want to hate my dad that wasn't something that I wanted to do I'm really thankful that I had to move in with him again so the work that I did around him was really about understanding when he gets angry and understanding that when he's angry, it's because he feels powerless. And that's really what we do as humans. We, feeling angry feels better than feeling powerless or sad or any other quote unquote weaker emotions. Like anger or being furious seems more powerful. It seems better when it really isn't. It's just somebody who doesn't want to feel sad or inferior. And that's, 
So, and I know that to be true because that's me, right? That was me as well. Also understanding with him that he's human and that he's imperfect. And doing that compassion work with my dad, like really, you know, practicing and seeing how he's human, he's imperfect. I learned a lot about showing compassion for myself and for my own imperfections. So I was able to significantly improve my relationship with him. It wasn't perfect, but it was a huge, huge imperfect uh, improvement in that time. Then I moved to Bali, where I am now, and I was having a great time here. I kind of, you know, I was here for, th- I've been here for three months. And yeah, I just kind of was just having the time of my life. I was really focused on my life here and just wasn't really thinking about that anymore because it wasn't in my face, I guess. And then last week, my dad called asking me to come back for a few days to help him out. He was talking about how he needs help because he's aging now and he would like some help with like some organization. I wasn't really sure what he wanted help with, but of course I said, yes, of course I'll come and help you. But I wasn't excited about it. I was pretty reluctant, to be honest, but of course I was going to go. Like, that that was what I thought. Like, of course I'm going to help my dad. So I made it to Jakarta, and yeah, like, all this shit came up, you know? Like, I was, I was feeling really antsy. I wanted to go back to Bali. I didn't want to be in Jakarta. Like, I was just feeling really isolated there and just not enjoying my time there. It was it was it was fine, but it wasn't great. And also it was quite difficult to see my dad's aging. Like he's 76 and this last year it was it he's been losing his memory like pretty significantly. It's it's pretty clear and I was just feeling really, really scared of be- feeling obligated. And I had all this judgment on me for being a bad daughter. I, like, all I wanted to do was leave Jakarta. I wanted to go back to Bali. And then, like, all the judgment was on top of that, right? Like, you should want to help your dad. Like, he's old. Like, you should be wanting to do that for your dad. Like, what's wrong with you? I was scared of you know, the should thoughts. And I was scared of having to live in Jakarta. And yes, I'm aware I was in this moment, I was totally attributing my happiness to my circumstance, right? And as you guys know, um, I talk about this all the time, your thoughts create your feelings, not your circumstance. And yeah, like, but in that moment, I was, I was in it, right? I was in my problem. I was not really seeing, you know, our brain works that way, right? It just, it's when it's in the problem, it doesn't see, it cannot see outside of it sometimes. But I was just really antsy. I was just feeling really like, like, I'm 27. I can't believe I'm going through this. Like I was really making it about me essentially, right? I was making my dad's journey through this new part of his life and I was making it all about me but you know I got I got through it or like uh, the week was pretty much over and then I got on the plane back to Bali and on the plane I was reading from a book called The Big Leap really recommend this book Uh, please read it it's really good I haven't finished it but it's great and there was a line in the book about integrity this is what it says to be in integrity 
meant you were whole and complete. To be out of integrity meant a breach in your wholeness had occurred. From that line, I was also really tired. <laughs> and I started thinking from this line about how would I approach the situation with my dad if I completely felt whole and complete. And what my brain came up with when I asked myself that question is that I would love him completely for who he is. And I just started bawling on the airplane. <laughs> I suddenly felt a huge amount of love for my dad. I know that he's doing the best he can, just like the rest of us. He showed me love in a way that he knew how. And, and I just really felt like, yeah, if I was feeling completely whole and complete, I'd be totally fine living in Jakarta in his house again to be with him in his final years. And okay, it's not that I'm now going to like uproot my life from Bali and move back there, but I genuinely want to keep in touch with my dad now. Like even in the last year when things improved for me with him, I would have been completely fine if I didn't hear from him for like months or years. I was just so okay with it. Like, you know, I I sometimes even forgot about that life for me. I like blocked it. Now, I actually want to hear from him every day and just see how he's doing. I want to take care of him. I want to help him with day-to-day -day stuff. Like the idea of helping my dad a week ago with organizing his emails just filled me with dread. I just like, like I just felt like I had no patience and there was it was going to be boring and, it, and I, I just felt like it was taking time away from me. Now I feel totally willing and excited to do that. Like I would love to help help him make his life easier. I would love to help him feel good as best as I can, even though I know I can't do that. But still, like I just want to talk to him. I want to spend time with him. I want to I want to hear about him. This is so insane to me. Like I I hope you can really see what a big deal this is for me. I was so bitter about leaving Bali and now I am so, so, so thankful that I took this trip to Jakarta to visit my dad. It's just like my childhood. I was so bitter for 26 years about my childhood and about what I got. And I was focusing on all the negatives about how my parents could have done better, about how my mom should have, you know, not been depressed and partied her depression away. And my dad should have been a better dad and, you know, not been around with a bunch of people and then my mom and then like them getting a divorce and and he should have not been an angry dad, been he shouldn't have been angry with me when I was shy. And my mom shouldn't have married a person who was clearly that fucked up or whatever. All of these challenges for me to overcome has made my life extraordinary. All of these things, I am so grateful for all of these challenges. And some of them and a lot of them I still haven't overcome. I'm working on it. But I am so thankful 
for the challenges to overcome because I have a newfound trust in myself that I, I'm just so thankful that I have. And yeah, and this trip to Jakarta, like, oh my God, what an amazing thing I got because of this trip. I love my dad. No matter what he's doing, no matter what he says, and I get to experience more love because I'm the one choosing love to love my dad. I'm, I'm just really, really proud of myself. I hated him for so long and I'm so thankful and glad that I learned to love him what feels like just in the right time. I, I know I would have been okay no matter what happened, but I'm so glad that I didn't hate him until the day he died. I'm really grateful that I have this time now to focus on like creating a new relationship with him that I think is going to be really beautiful and really nice and one that I've been trying to fill a void for a lot of my life, right? Like all of my all of the relationships that I had with other people or other guys or whatever I think has me it has me trying to fill that void and not to say that like if I improve my relationship with my dad that means it's going to improve everything else but I this is a relationship that I've clearly valued all my life like I wouldn't be so angry with my parents if it wasn't something that mattered to me so much to have a good relationship with my family. So I'm just like so humbled, I guess, by all of the work that this has brought me that I cannot believe that I actually have better thoughts and feel good feel better around my family. I improved my relationship with my mom pretty easily once I grew up, but my dad took a lot more work and it really took some like mental work with all of this coaching and and understanding myself and you know, daily thought downloads, daily models, really really studying the the idea that circumstances are neutral as much as I didn't want to see some circumstances as neutral. And overall, I'm just so fucking grateful for everything. Like, I'm so grateful for my teacher, Brooke Castillo. I've mentioned her so many times, the Life Coach School podcast. I'm so grateful that she so she suffered when she was young and she cared a lot about herself and so she went on a mission to improve herself and her life and then she shared it with the rest of us so i'm really grateful that somebody wanted to improve their life and then and then wanted to improve their relationship with their parents and then shared it with us i'm so grateful for my coach Tiffany, like, holy fuck, she's been with me through all of it last year. She was there 
during my most insane, messiest, ridiculous breakup. And then me moving back in with my dad and then with my business and everything. But ultimately, I am so fucking grateful for myself that I was so committed to my mental health, to improving my life. I was like, fuck this. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to like keep this. I know I deserve better. I know that I can do better. I, I'm not going to sit in this self-loathing. Someone, someone showed me how I can do it. Someone told me that this is the way to do it. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm doing that. I'm going to do it all the time. I'm going to do it every day as much as I can. I'm going to get to know myself and I'm going to take charge like I'm not doing this anymore. I really, really took to heart that like the suffering from my childhood is going to end with me. And that's what I heard Brooke say in one of her podcasts because when we don't do that, right, we hate and we're so angry at our parents and we blame them for everything about us and then what happens and we're like confused why we recreate that same thing it's because it's all we know it's because when we blame we take no responsibility and we don't make a change and i was like no fucking way my kids are not gonna go through that and i'm just really proud that i took all kinds of risks because i wanted a better life i wanted a better relationship with myself and other people and Brooke, she has this amazing thing in her self-help membership site. It's called Self-Coaching Scholars, where every month we take on a new topic and we tackle something. And the month of December, we work on this thing called the impossible goal. And, you know, we have, like, she has us or the program has us go after this impossible goal and your brain kind of, like, errors, right? Like, it's coming up with all of these thoughts why it's impossible, why I'll never be able to do it. But at the same time, it also a little bit, like, loosens us up because your brain is also like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, of course this is impossible. Like, I'm not really going to expect to make it. Like, it's like... Um, your brain kind of relaxes into it, right? Like there's less like chokehold on this goal. And she says so many people who have like gone after the impossible goal and achieved it and like prove their own brain wrong that it's impossible, they start thinking like, what else am I wrong about? What else am I capable of? You know? And to me, I didn't set this goal on purpose, but to me based on the 26 years that I had, um, I really felt like loving my dad was impossible. Like truly, I the idea of putting love and my dad in the same sentence like gave me sh like the weirdest like icky feeling. Like it was gross to me. I could not believe how I could love him. Um, Truly, I just really didn't think I could ever genuinely love my dad. Yeah, this was impossible to me. And so now I really feel like I can do anything. Not that I'm super confident and I can do anything right now, but I know that I'll get there. I know that I'll keep working on my mind and I can 
really change my thoughts. I can really control what's going on for me, no matter what is happening outside. So I have all sorts of limiting beliefs still. You know, I, I have all these things that tell me what I can't do, what I can't be. But then now I just feel like, yeah, but I know I'll keep chipping away at it. And I know that these are just beliefs and they're not really to be believed. I'm just so committed to my own self-coaching. I know it'll, I know I'll get there. Whatever it is that I want to believe or that I want to do, I'll get there. It's really surreal. I hope this was an okay episode. I know that I feel like I may not have shared like a, how I did something. It was more of like a retelling of what happened to me or for me, to me, for me last week. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening. If you want some help, you know, working on your thoughts so that you can have a better relationship with yourself, with your family, with your art, with whatever, that's what I do. That's what I really fucking love helping with. It's my obsession to help other people with their mind and help them improve so many parts of their life by improving their mind. So if you'd like a coaching call with me, a free coaching call with me, a a free breakthrough call, you can look in the description. There's a link and I will talk to you then. Thanks guys. You have a wonderful, amazing day. Bye.